The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again, featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the Road Again. It is 9.37 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, and joining us right now is the author of The Life of a Blue Collar Actor, and uh, it's available on bookbaby.com. It's Jordan Rhodes, who defies gravity itself. <laughs> Good morning, Liz and Nick. Good morning. Uh, first gravity of all, is not your friend. Um, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> not, not. Not at my age. Every day it reminds me of that. Exactly. Bra- bravos to you and Nick on your gun discussion. Uh, I, oh. I have to say that sometimes... I agree with you guys so much it's frightening, but uh, uh, it's just, uh, you know, bravos for all of that. I agree with us so much, too. Oh, wait, never mind, never mind. I've I've got I got so much to cover. I I actually should have should have called in today at uh, at about uh, ten after nine because uh, <laughs> I got I got so much on my plate here that's just uh, really uh, frosting my pumpkin as I like to say. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know you guys. You're up so early in the morning for the show. I don't know if you actually stayed up this past Saturday morning to watch the vote for Kevin McCarthy to finally win and be uh, mm-hmm. the House Speaker. Uh, the, uh, the thing that bothered me about, about all of that wasn't the 15, it took 15 votes, you know, to, to get him elected while they were having this discussion. I completely disagree that that was democracy at its best and all of that, but Mm -hmm. that's a discussion for another day. But here's what really, really, really bothered me. And I even wrote a letter to someone, uh, some company sent me a thing wanting to know about uh, how I felt about the Electoral College and was I for it and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll have time to get into that. But right now, here's what, here's what really bothered me. To see, number one, Jeffries, the Democratic guy whose job was to supposedly stand up there. And again, I don't know if you, did you and Nick to stay up to see that or did you just pick I, up the... No, I just watched the highlights afterwards. Nick, The highlights, okay. I, I well, did. Well, I, I, I get up really I, stupid I, early, so I did. I, I actually caught it. Oh, okay, awesome. well, well then, well, then you, you saw what I saw and you can decide if, if you agree with me or not. But anyway, Jeffries, whose job was to get up there and actually introduce, thank the, you know, thank the Congress, introduce and pass the gavel you know, to Kevin. That's what his job was. Mm-hmm. Well, he got up there and he did a stump speech. Mm. I have a feeling that uh, that this young guy has illusions of grandeur that he's going to be the next Democratic presidential nominee uh, once Biden fills out his second term type thing. But anyway, that really, really bothered me that he stood there and went through all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he the gavel was given to Kevin and Kevin got up. Now, here's what bothered me with all of that. Kevin really made, I felt, a very wonderful bipartisan speech, as opposed to Jeffries, who talked about nothing but all the accomplishments that the Biden administration had had achieved in this last two years, which anybody with enough sense to pour sand out of a boot with directions on the heel knows none of that is true. Well, but hold on, anyway. Jordan, in his defense, he was handed that script. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. But here's the thing that really bothered me. Uh, Kevin did, I think he made a wonderful bipartisan-type speech. But isn't it surprising that half of that House was completely divided 
and would not give him any ovations at mm-hmm. all. Right. At the the Democratic side of that house, I mean, and that to me shows not only is our country completely divided, our government is completely divided. And I don't know how much the American people are going to stand for this. Because we, in, in my opinion, we've reached a place to where we cannot be governed anymore by one party. It, it, we, we, we just can't. And again, maybe that's something for us to do in, in another discussion. But, but that's my feeling. I just feel that we, we have to have a government for the red states and we have to have a government for the blue states. Well, it Jordan, just, uh, I think the biggest problem is honestly the mainstream media. Because if you have an opposing point of view that differs from anybody on the loony left, you're considered what a racist, a bigot, a misogynistic, you know, jerk. Blah 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 blah. They, it's they've made it so uncool to have any kind of free, independent thinking like much of us on the conservative side of things have. We are the no. bad guys, thanks to the mainstream Absolutely. media. Absolutely, and and that and that media, that mainstream media. I don't know even why we call it mainstream, but that's because so many people in this country watch it, and that's going to bring me to one of the real things I want to talk about here, uh, with with the mainstream media and how things are being covered. Obviously, everybody knows right now that these classified documents have been discovered in this uh, in this uh, Penn Biden library mm-hmm. place there in yeah. a box. So we we all know that. And now we're going to find out and we're going to see if, obviously, the public is not going to really be able to make a decision on whether there is a double standard. We all know that there is, because the mainstream media, if you guys have seen any of this news over the past few days, they're just glossing over this. They're saying that this is no big deal, that there's nothing, uh, no problem with it, uh, that's not, they're making a big thing out of nothing. I want to bring up a couple of points. Number one... Why did Biden's attorneys, his lawyers, go to that place and look for those documents in November prior to the midterm elections? Why did they go? Yeah, why? Why, why did they go in November mm-hmm. to look for those documents yeah. that, that Biden says he didn't know he had? Mm-hmm. But why did they go there to find those prior to to the midterm elections. Here's my here's my take on that. All right. I think they knew that the Republicans were going to win the House and that this was going to come out in some investigation. So they went there, found those papers, and then didn't even release that information. I mean, they kept that under wraps. Very few people knew anything about that until that was in November. This has just come out now here in January about these documents. There's a couple of things. So one was, why did they go and do that? But here's number two. He was the vice president when he took those documents. The vice president is not entitled to have classified documents. Or declassify them. Yeah, but the vice president cannot do that. Mm -hmm. Only the president can do that. And that's why when they made this big thing about Trump and going down there, they raided his house down there for his, quote, classified documents, which by law, even Alan Dershowitz, who is, I think, a brilliant attorney, but very much a liberal guy, Mm -hmm. even he said that constitutionally they couldn't do anything about Trump for that because he was he's a president. Right. The president, he has the rights to do that. The vice president has no rights to classified documents. Mm -hmm. None. So how they're going to cover that over, I don't have a clue. 
I do not know. Do you guys have any idea how they will cover that? Obviously, the double standard is they're going to say, I mean, Rachel Maddow, whatever her name is on uh, CNN, said this thing last night that I won't even repeat. I mean, it was so ridiculous about the fact that everybody was making a big thing out of this. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the big thing they made out of when Trump had these classified oh, documents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know what the interesting part of it is, and I'm learning more about it, and Nick made me aware of it, is the connection to the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement to the Chinese government. And, and also the, the donation, The donations that came in from China to the university where... That ac- that academic center was named for um, Joe Biden. Yeah, absolutely. During his and, vice and, presidency, it's, mil- it's and like forty, docu- fifty-four those, those, and a half million dollars. And there was there was tons of information in well, not tons, but there was information in those documents about Ukraine, about the thing going on mm-hmm. in you. And this was back in November. I, I actually didn't know what the documents were about, but they, supposedly about- Ukraine and China. Oh, yeah, wow. it was. It was definitely was Ukraine and China. The, mm-hmm. Those things. Were, yeah. That that was that was the last two or three days. That's that's been done on that. Mm-hmm. And 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 then you know when we start to go to now again, you can call it the gaffes. I call it a cover up. Uh, Biden's visit to the border was the biggest joke I have seen in my years. <laughs> and you guys know I'm an old dude. Uh, un, absolutely unbelievable. They go down there to the border and they showed last night or night before last. They had a camera down there showing the cleanup that mm-hmm. was taking place in the area where he was going to visit by the border. Liz, Nick, they were actually throwing away clothing that had been donated to the immigrants there. They were actually throwing that stuff away because they were trying to clear everything off the street mm-hmm. so that when they photographed Biden making his visit to the border, they could show that the border was really cleaned up, that this stuff wasn't really going on. Right. That, to me, is just an that, yeah. that That's another absolute joke. And are you, are you guys aware of uh, Biden's wonderful citizen awards that he presented to all of the Capitol Police for <laughs> the January 6th? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did, 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 you, did you remember the date that Biden said for this thing when he gave out the awards? Yes, it was July. Yeah, he, July 6th. <laughs> he he wanted he wanted to he wanted to certainly uh you know uh you know compliment them and and credit them and all that thing for this uh, incredible insurrection that took place on July 6th. Uh, I, I mean th- th- this guy is just he's 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 just such a joke uh that he does that and then of course yet you, you saw down there it's been on. They've showed this so much on the news right now. I know you saw the wonderful thing where he went over to the Salvation Army guy, and 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 was telling him that he knew Secret Service people when he was overseas, and he he mistook the Salvation Army guy. And you know the thing they left out of that clip that somebody showed last night that? was that one of his handlers said to him after he was saying all that stuff to the guy about the Secret Service, said to him, uh, Mr. President, he said, the Secret Service is over there. He said, this man's with the Salvation Army. And Biden went, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. And then he turned and yeah. he, I mean, th- 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 this guy is just, a, he, he, he's an absolute joke. Hey, Jordan, and, uh, I, I have a question for you. I'm just going to float this ridiculous theory, so put on your tinfoil hat. Okay. How about this stuff was planted to finally get rid of Biden. He's outlived his usefulness and then they move Kamala in. Oh, because what this is what he did is honestly it does break the law. 
unlike Trump. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, what if this is just part of the whole thing to crumble his presidency, get rid of him and his idiot doctor wife, and bring in Kamala, the genius that she is? Well, I guess I could say I would agree with that if I thought those people were smart enough to think about something like that. Eh, you never uh, know. I think, I think they're corrupt enough to think about that. And, and then something that, that, may, that, that may get home finally with the people is just, uh, and, and this will be the last thing I, I can touch on this morning, but this is unbelievable. They just came out with the figures on the canceling of the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this, but I think the listeners might be interested. Unfortunately, probably don't have a lot of Democratic liberals that listen, which they don't <laughs> listen to much anyway. Uh, I'm not even sure some of those people can read, but that's my own theory uh, about <laughs> them. But here, here's just a few of the things that Biden's canceling of the Keystone Pipeline, and I love that they just said yesterday that he was now, now, realizing that maybe, maybe that was a mistake. Jobs lost 59,458 each year. This is wow. all just from canceling the Keystone pipe, Pipeline. Mm. The loss to our GWP, $9.6 billion. Wow. The loss to the business sales, $20.93 billion. Reduced income due to the Keystone Pipeline being canceled, $6.5 billion. Mm. 54,651 jobs missed in each year due to the canceling of the Keystone Pipeline. Mm. The Montana economy is in the toilet due to the canceling of the Keystone Pipeline. And I just, I think it's absolutely, it's, it's just unbelievable. And, and that whole awards thing for, oh, and here's something that, uh, that you might find interesting. I know when I said this, I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't believe it. You know, the only, they still talk about all of the damage done to the Capitol Police and everything during January 6th. We all know it's January 6th. Uh, Biden thinks it's July 6th, but we won't go there anymore. <laughs> but uh, the only person... The only person that was killed during that demonstration, and I will never call it an insurgent, but during that demonstration was Ashley Babbitt. Mm -hmm. She was the only person that was shot and killed by Lieutenant Michael Byrd, and I want to get his name out, because they kept his name completely hidden for so long, because he didn't have the cleanest record in the world. But here's something that will surprise the listeners. This guy, starting back in July 8th, after this happened in January, when his name was finally coming out, the government housed him at taxpayers' expense at a joint base Andrews in Maryland Hmm. from July 8th to November the 11th, 2021, at a cost ranging from $158 to $185 a day. Wow. That's, That's where they housed this guy. And uh, Tom Fitton of the Judicial Watch was the guy that just turned this up. Mm-hmm. And no, no, peop, nobody's talking about that stuff. You don't even hear Ashley's Babbitt, her, her name mentioned anymore. And here, here she was a, an Air Force veteran. Right. All she had, as far as a weapon, was an American flag tied around her waist mm-hmm. right. as, as she jumped over this yeah. uh, turnstile. And, and this, this guy, you know, with his 9 millimeter gun, shot and killed her. Yeah. And I just, I think this stuff, I'm telling you, it's... Uh, and he got away I, with it. 
without oh, of course, any of course real he got away scrutiny. with it. He, 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 there, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if he was the ones, one of the ones that was given one of these awards that Biden gave out there. He gave I'm them sure to all of the Capitol Police. I'm sure, he did. Yeah. Hey, uh, with the, with everything going on with the airlines, by the way, they just uh, did, like, I guess you could say an all clear and flights are starting to take off. But it, it, here's an interesting point just to ponder on for next week. Did you know that gas stoves are ruining our airline infrastructure? <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here, here's a funny thing. I guess he'll have to discuss this uh, with, with, with Jill because uh, he's now got this big thing going that he's going to ban gas stoves. And I found that quite interesting when they had a video on last mm-hmm. night showing Jill in some kind of a little thing she did with somebody yeah. cooking on That's her right. gas stove and talking about how much she loved to cook on the gas stove. So I, I guess she and Joe will have to get into a side room there and decide. <laughs> and, and, right. and, and, and then he'll make the decision. Does he want his wife mad at him that he's going to man the gas stoves or does he have to maybe pull that back? Yeah. I mean, this guy is just such a – anyway, I'm – we got 25 blue states. We got 25 red states. I say let's let's have two governments. You know, let's let let's let's the people. You know, the I conservatives. Think, I don't think that's a, that's going to happen, Jordan. Oh, I don't think it's going to happen. That's like a I ju- civil I just, war I just type of it, thing. Uh, yeah, I, I I just I don't know why half of this country has to continue suffering when the other half doesn't really pay attention. I mean, I know so many liberals that I can say things to them, ask them questions, and they don't have a clue. And I'm not claiming to be the brightest bulb in the chandelier. But I have some liberal, well, I only can call them acquaintances anymore because they're really not friends. They won't even hardly talk to me. Uh, and particularly a couple of them find out that I happen to do your show, and it's, it's a conservative show, and they just go, oh, oh they, they get all upset. Mm. But then I can ask them a question, and they, they don't have a clue. You know, they, they don't they really don't know anything about, uh, you know, did, has our energy really been hurt? Well, can't we get stuff from these other countries and we don't have enough in this country? I mean, it's it's just it's not even worth wasting the time on the air about They're They're yeah. just uh, again, as, as my as my grandmother was fond of saying that that person does not have enough sense to pour sand out of a boot with the directions written on the hill. Yeah. Yeah. All so. right. Well, thank you so much, Jordan Rhodes. You can get his book, The Life of a Blue Collar Actor, at bookbaby.com. Thanks, Jordan. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.